Good morning, Turks and Caicos. Welcome to the program Expressions. I'm your host, Robert Hall, on this lovely Wednesday morning. We have ever so much to give God thanks for, those of us who are alive and breathing. There are those who didn't make it to see today, like the late Lester Williams, Jr., like the Alton chap from Five Keys who was gunned down, and several others. We certainly pray for their families, uh, that God will surround them with his love and comfort them in this very, very difficult period. Let us pray. Our Heavenly Father and our God, once more we come before your presence, thanking you for your mercies, and praying that you would, in a special way, comfort those who are mourning the loss of their loved ones. At this moment, I think of my dear cousin, Linda, who has lost her husband. I think of Hulk and the extended families, all of the siblings and other relatives. What tragedy. We pray for those whose lives have been stuffed out by violence. We pray that they would have had chance to make their peace with you. We pray for their families as they sorrow. And we pray, O oh Father, that you would touch the hearts of those who are inclined to commit crimes, that they may change their ways. We pray for this nation as a whole and pray your blessing on it. We give you thanks in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Today, as you can see, I have guests with me. It's not often that I am graced with such honorable senior ladies. But before we get down to our conversation, let me welcome all of you around the Turks and Caicos Islands and around the world to expressions. I'm absolutely delighted to welcome the Honorable Sarah Mizik to expressions. Is this your first time on expressions? Is this your first time on yes, expressions? Yes, it is my first time. Your very first time? Yes. Well, special welcome to you. Thank you very much, Honorable. Well, there are some cases when they say late, um, but it's better than never. I don't subscribe to that when it comes to punctuality, <laughs> but in this case, it's certainly better late than never. And in welcoming her, today I'm paying tribute to the many women who have labored in the political vineyard, so to speak, giving of their best to this country. Many have been elevated to high office, and many of them, when demitting office, is hardly remembered. Now that is sad. We have to find ways to appreciate those who have served this country. 
when I am through with my conversation with Honorable Sarah Mizek, then I will read out the names and positions of many of those who had served in our State Council or House of Assembly, as we call it today. Honorable Sarah, welcome again. Your purpose for inviting you here is twofold. One, you may recall that some rewards, so to speak, were being offered in one instance to the most senior citizen who was a regular listener and caller. The late Bobby Fulford won that one. And today, I honor you as the most senior female who listens regularly and do call in. And so you will be presented with $150, compliments of Sana Plumbing at Sydney Garland, and Storup Constructions. Congratulations, Miss Sarah, and I hope as long as you can, you will continue to listen to expressions. Yes, Honorable I'm more than happy to be here this morning. And um, I want to thank those who made the donation to me. I appreciate it. And I will always be calling in to this station because I love this station and especially I love you. Thanks very much for having me here today. Tell our listeners, what does expressions mean to you? I'll say expressions mean a lot to me because it's not a Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Just one second. Let's adjust the mic so that everybody can hear. Okay. Go ahead. Honorable Hall, I love expressions. I told you that about that on many occasions. And every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I make it possible to listen in and to call in and to congratulate you. And I thank you. I cannot thank you enough for having me here this morning at my age, 93 years. Thanks very much. I appreciate it. And thanks to everybody in the Talks and Caicos Islands. Thank you. I love you all. I am sure that many throughout the length and breadth of Turks and Caicos Islands and many abroad are delighted that they're able to see you and hear you all at the same time. Of course, thanks to RTC for that little upgrade and my technical man, RIG. Uh, thanks much for that. It's not so much about seeing me, but in this case, seeing you. Now, I want to talk to you just a little bit about your involvement in the politics of this country. I would say you got involved at a relatively late age. Were you always interested in politics? Always and still is. Always and still is. Yeah. Okay. Well, what motivated you to run at that time? And remind us, for the general public, the years when you served in our legislature. Yes, um... If I could still remember, I think it was 1988, during the time of Honorable Oswald Skiffings, I ran 
It was um, Larry Kirby, uh, myself, and Simeon Hamilton. And we won the election that year, 1988. For those of you who don't remember, our constitution has undergone several changes and the way we elect our representatives have undergone several changes. The period that Honorable Sarah Mizek is referring to is when we had multi-members. And so where she ran in Grand Turk North, each person had three votes and hence they returned three representatives and she was one of them. How did you feel at that time serving in a predominantly male-dominated environment? I felt more than happy because I want, don't want to go way back. From I was born in South Caicos and I was living here for about 70 years when that happened. And I was more than happy and there are people now who are always telling me, Miss Sarah, I remember I voted for you, and you was the first lady that ran for PDM. So I did appreciate it, and I did make much of it. But to be truthful, um, during that time, Honorable Stephens didn't um, serve the, the years that he had. He just served about little over, just over two years, and I, and I didn't wasn't um, re-elected. Yes, I remember that era very, very well. The Turks and Caicos was facing some serious challenges and uh, the British was pushing us to have a redundancy. Skippings realized that that was on the horizon and I remember his statement or address when he said that things were difficult and they were going to get worse before they get better and he called the elections early i guess hoping that he would have squeaked out a victory before the hard time came but of course that didn't happen uh, washington music and the pnp won and they were faced with a redundancy and to a great extent i believe that was uh, washington music's undoing afterwards but um question though what motivated you to get involved in politics. And I remember clearly, and it was interesting, hope you don't mind me saying that, your late husband was a staunch supporter of the PNP. Yes. And you a staunch PDM. How did you all make that? <laughs> well, it just well, had little problems, but he wanted to be what he wanted to be, and I wanted to be what I wanted to be. So I was from then up to now, and I don't, I don't think I'll ever change. Okay. Now, um, did Jags have much of an influence on your involvement in the PDM? Yes, I think he did. I think he did have enough influence. And I appreciate what he did during this storm. This did you get to know him well? Yes, I did get to know him well. I could remember him coming to my home and coming in the kitchen and moving around just like if he was living in my home. He was a very, very nice person. Oh, yes, I, I, I agree with that. Mm. I got to know him fairly well myself after coming back home. Now, when you look at life in Turks and Caicos Islands today, 
compared to what it was back in your time? What changes have you seen and what advice would you give the current government and others who aspire to get there? Well, I must truly say that it's different altogether. And what the advice I'll give to the government who is in power now, for them to think differently and treat these senior citizens more differently. Because during those years, the pay was very, very small. And the pension was, and still is with the senior citizen, the same amount, and I think that should really be changed. Well, Premier Mizek, I know you listen to expressions sometimes, but even when you're not listening, there are other members of the government who do listen. And I hope you get the message clearly there that the pensions for senior politicians who retired quite some time ago uh, is quite small and that, that needs to be addressed. In fact, I agree with you. When I look at it, that although it's not on a full-time basis, but some of our unemployed individuals are getting a thousand dollars a month. Mm -hmm. I know it's not for long haul and many of them who use it for unwise purposes to put it mildly and to think that there are those who have given of their time and energy the dedication to this country and many only five six hundred dollars and that sort of thing. It is a matter that really needs to be addressed. I agree with you entirely. Beyond that, we have a relatively young population. Any word to the youth out there? Um, my, what I'll say about the youth, we have to really have someone, I don't know if it's to train them or to teach them about that they're not like back in the day. They are different altogether. And I hope things will get better with them and someone they will be able to go someplace and learn to do much better than they are doing. I must say they are terrible. Very terrible. And I would like for that to change here in Grand Island. And the other islands, especially in Purple. Right. It kind of will get me frightened and don't want to travel anymore. And that's the reason why at this moment my daughter's here from England, Siobhan, and she wants to take me back with her. But I will. I don't think I'll ever decide to go back because I don't think I can make the nine hours flight. So I'll always be here in Grand Talk the rest of my life. Wow. Hold up your rock. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm not going to change from there. I understand. I understand. She's hearing me and that's the truth. Yes. But, I mean, having said that, though, you look like you're in relatively good health. Yes, um, I still could do everything right after this morning. I did everything for myself. Yes. Yeah, to come prepared for you, I did everything myself. Although I have a maid and I have my daughter still out. Okay. I did everything. Give God thanks at mm -hmm. 93. Enough to give him thanks wow. for. Because, quite frankly, I thought you were still in your 80s. I never thought you were at 93. 93. Yeah, that's tremendous, mm -hmm. tremendous. Next five years, if I live to see, that will be 94 years old. In November, the 90s. Next year. This year? This year, this year, yes, mm -hmm. I see, I see. This year. Very interesting. Anyway, what I'm going to do for just a few moments, 
There may be those around the Turks and Caicos Islands, as well as elsewhere, who may want to call in and uh, say hello uh, to Honorable Sarah Mizik. And this is not a partisan affair. It doesn't matter whether you are PNP, PDM, DNA, or in between. Uh, she served this country, and uh, I often shake my head when I hear people talk about, oh, it's a, you all whose shoulders we stand upon. And so often it's only words. You have your opportunity now, whether it is the leader of the PNP or the premier or anybody else, to say thanks to her for her service to this country. I'm opening the phone lines uh, for a brief moment. As I always tell you, please make use of the time because when we have moved on to another area, then it's just about too late. Before doing so, there is a song I wanted to play for those who are in sorrow at this time over the loss of their loved ones. And I dedicated especially to my dear cousin, Linda. I did pen a few lines after learning of the death of Lester. And I can only imagine the pain she feels. And I pray that God will comfort her. Here is Al Green's God is Standing By. Let us always remember, whatever we're going through, God is standing by.
Friends may desert you, family may desert you, but God is always standing by. I'm inclined to just read uh, the few lines that I penned upon hearing of the death of Lester. And I had it captioned, today you are here, today you are gone. We used to say today you're here, tomorrow you're gone. Mm -hmm. But the truth is, I tell you, it's like one second you could be here and next second you're gone just a little thin line as it were between life and death on sunday i attended the 59th anniversary of the bible baptist church grand turn the above caption were the words of host pastor frederick brathwaite speaking of the certainty of death those words were certainly true of former government engineer and building contractor lester williams jr and this was written a few nights ago. Last night, he was here. Last night, he was gone. Michael, Mice, and I were sitting outside Bubblegum's residence talking about various issues and uh, about Denver, the Denver-Miami game when I got the sad news of Lester's passing. My heart aches for my dear cousin Linda, his faithful wife who doted on Lester. Life is so un uncertain. I saw Lester just a few days before working on the high school fence. There is no way I could have imagined that he would slip away just like that. So true. Today you are here. Today you are gone. Let this be a lesson to all of us. To his dear wife and the Williams family, I weep with you. And I will continue to pray for you. May God strengthen you in this your difficult hour. Oh, yes. Today you're here. Today you're gone. While we have breath, better we try and get things straight. Straight with our brothers, our sisters, wives, husbands, whatever. Straight with our God. Like I said earlier on, I'm going to open the phone lines for a brief moment. Anyone wish to call in, please do so, and do so rapidly. Caller, go right ahead. This is Expressions. Good morning, Mr. Hall. Good this morning. This is Sharon Simons. Um, as an aspiring politician, I want to say thank you to Ms. Sarah Mitzik, um for all she has contributed to this country. And as an avid basketball fan, I want to say to her what she thought about that game 
and Denver winning the, the championship. Thank you. Ms. Sarah, do you follow basketball also? Yes. Oh, wow. I even can name the players and everything, their numbers and everything. And so, she so, and I are always discussing that. I ever wanted the Nuggets to win, and they won. All right. Well, hey, here we are all singing out of the same sanky. Mm -hmm. I got to wonder, where is Foggy? Where is he? Challenge me the last time talking about Miami go win. He owes an apology to all three of us. Because mm -hmm. I said from the get-go, as my good friend, uh, one of them would say, from Jump Street, I said the Nuggets were the hungrier of the two, and they were going to be the champions. We have another caller. Caller, go right ahead. Uh, Greetings to you, Mr. Collins, to your guests, and all in the wonderful and matchless grace of our great God, King Jesus Christ. Mr. Hart, I just thought to, to say greetings to uh, Mr. Mazek, Honorable Mazek. Uh, it ain't too uh, regularly that you can have a, a guest her age and with the courage to, to, to even self be a guest on expression, unlike those who are much younger than her. Uh, so I'd just like, just like to say greetings to her. Thanks, man, and bye. Thank you very much. And Jonathan, you know what is remarkable? With my bad knees, I got hell coming up the steps to this <laughs> station. And Ms. Sarah at 93 came up that step like nothing, man. I tell you, God is good. Isn't that so? Yes, all the time, all the time. All the time. Yes. All right, uh, let's go. Come on, Turks and Caicos. There must be others of you out there. A little word, a little chair. You know, I'm always grateful for the participation of all of Sarah. Um, a caller, go right ahead. Yes, good morning, Mr. Hall. My name is Karen Missick. I am the niece of Honorable Sarah Missick. I must confess that I do not usually listen to expression. Well, start listening from today then. <laughs> <laughs> but my sister called me to say that my aunt was going to be on expressions, and I was like, wow, really? And Sarah, you know that I love you. I am so amazed by you. At the age of 93, you can do so many things. You still paint. You still clean up your yard. You clean your house. You do everything for yourself. You are full of strength. Yes. You gave up your best, and as Honorable Hall said, you joined the political arena at a late age, but you were determined. You were always involved in politics, and you believed that there was something that you can do for your people, and so you applied yourself. And yes, you did not spend four years. As Honorable Hall reminded us, elections were call early and I remember that very well and you did not lose it's just that they did not give you the opportunity to run again so to God be the glory for the time that you serve and Sarah I appreciate you I love you and yes Miss Honorable Hall she's an avid oh my goodness basketball watcher she loves basketball she's probably can tell you all the names of the players. But Anisara is a very strong woman, 
and I thank God for her. And yes, in five months, she said yes, but she meant five months, she will be 94. And I just pray that God will continue to strengthen her and keep her and that she would realize that God is her strength and everything, every day, all day. Be blessed. Take care. Love you. Well, thank you. And uh, I'm laughing because one of um, those who is a Miami Heat fan <laughs> texts me to say, and my apology for the game, the turnover caused me the game. Your prediction was right as always. <laughs> Losers got to have excuses, boy. <laughs> anyway, call it. Go right ahead. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. Uh, I am calling because I just turned on my radio and I heard your guest. Yes. Uh, Sarah is my uh, neighbor growing up in over back. I rode a horse, Professor brown Lee, boy, rode a bike, Professor Lee, and lived next door to her. So she and her family were my neighbors uh, growing up until I left home. And I'm just calling to say hello to her and to wish her the best. And I'm very happy to hear her on the radio. Thank you very much, Professor Lee Ingham. Thank you. Thank you very much. I love all of you. Right. And the person who texted me early on said also, Good morning, brother. Brother, God blessing upon Miss Sarah. Thanks for all what uh, she's done. Blessing upon the government and the opposition and all the people of the Turks and Caicos Islands. One love. Yes, Medbreda, one love. Here's another caller. Caller, go right ahead. Good morning, Mr. Hall. Good morning. That voice sure sounds familiar. <laughs> this, is, this is your tea lady. Ah, but I tell you, I miss that tea now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I heard my sister call in, but as the favorite niece, I had to call in too. Yeah. Creating some um, heat now. <laughs> <clears throat> I just uh, want to call in and just to let her know that I am very proud of her. As she said, she's 93. She does everything. Mr. Hall, just last week, she was painting. And I said to her, I said to her, no one gets up out of their bed this early and paint. Oh, this don't look good. I have to paint it. She does everything like Casey for herself. Mm -hmm. And we just love her so, so much. And we are going to pour all the love on her. And we are asking God's blessings on her for many, many more years. Because right now, she's the last of 10 children, I think. And so everybody's just loving on her and giving her all the love that she needs and would receive. I love you, Auntie Sarah. This is your favorite niece calling. I don't hear if Shelly ain't calling after me, but I know I'm the boss. Uh, Have a good day. Thank you very much, Brian. I love you, and you know that. <laughs> okay. And someone else texts me to say, <clears throat> Good morning, Honorable Hall. It is a blessing to have the Honorable Sarah Music on your show. For someone who is 93 and still able to be independent is a blessing. I want to thank her for her service to our country, even though I don't personally know her. People like her should be documented and archived for current and future generation. May God continue to bless her. We have another caller. Caller, go right ahead. Uh, good morning, Mr. Hall. Good morning. Apology first. Go ahead. 
Yes, sir. I apologize. I'm the bishop. <coughs> I'm not the bishop. I apologize to you and all uh, the Nuggets fans. Okay. Um, it's a pleasure to hear Miss Sarah on the radio this morning at 93 years old. She sounds like she is just 50 years old. Miss Sarah, this is Fergie. Sarah, it's a, God got you in his hands. you in God's hands because you're in good hands. To be 93 and to get down like that how your nieces just spoke about you and to do the things you do is a blessing from God. So continue to do what you're doing and definitely I know you should be in the history books in the Turks and Caicos. So this year it's a pleasure to hear you and better yet, I will come and look for you personally. So have a nice day and enjoy the rest of the show. Thank you. I really, <clears throat> I really love this, you know. I believe in giving people the roses while they live. And so as many of you who want to call in, just feel free to say so much. On Sister Wealthy, text to say, I don't have to tell you, Masira, that I love you. She said, I show you that. Mm -hmm. But really, some of my best friends, she says, are PDMs. And uh, when I finish reading that, that's the way it ought to be. Our friendship should not just be based on party affiliation. No. And she continues to say, as her, our mother used to say, I love you, I love you, I love you. That's from Wealthy. Thank you. Thank you very much, Wealthy. I know you love me. <laughs> and on Sunday, you told me you soon be, I have soon be seeing you. Thank you very much. We have another caller. Caller, go right ahead. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Mr. Hall. I just wanted to call in because I wanted to give my view as a daughter and a mother who was elected. I recall that it happened, I was very young. Don't ask me how young, but I was, I was young. I was out of school and <clears throat> I remember we were all gathered in this small building Uncle Louie had that later on he used as a um, game room. Somewhere by the police station and close to the pond, I don't remember the name of the building, but Uncle, it belonged to Uncle Louie. We were all jammed up in that building and PDM won the election, and I was ecstatic. And then someone said to me, they said, your mom won. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Because no one had ever won the overback constituency. So honestly, even though I know she was an ideal candidate, she was my mother, of course, I wasn't expecting the victory because the victory, I mean, the constituency was always the PMP constituency. So. At this time, I want to thank everyone for their belief in my mother, who I strongly believe they are very best as a candidate. And it's not about PDM or PMB. We really have to leave that mentality. It's about the people that serve the country to the best of the ability. And as a daughter, I could recall how many times people used to come to the house <clears throat> It used to make me so angry mm -hmm. because I'm one of those persons who believe, ask not what you, what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. And my mother was always the one that believed in the betterment of a countryman. So, mom, love you. For Thank you for serving. Before you go, before you go, though, and sorry if I stray a little bit, 
How is life up there in England? I'm not in England. I'm in the wonderful Texas this entire summer. I know. I know you're here because <laughs> I have seen you, but I still <laughs> ask the question because it's not too often on air I get to ask that. So that's why I ask you, how is life up in England? Absolutely fantastic. That's great. That's great. Do you think the numbers moving to England is decreasing or many are coming back home? Honestly, increasing? the numbers are increasing monthly. Okay. Unfortunately, the locals, indigenous Turks and Caicos are not taking advantage of that opportunity. They prefer to go to the States, which I feel is much more difficult. I see. All right, anyway, thanks ever so much, and uh, all the best, my dear. No, thank you. And I am also one that listens to your show, and I love you, and I wish you the very best, Mr. Hall. I do admire you. Not because it's just an educational thing. All right, thank you. you. Have a good day. Thank you very much. You make me chuckle. Uh, you see, there, there are many of you like you and your dear mother, because some of the kind comments she makes to me about the show, I wouldn't want to repeat them because it sounds like, you know, it sounds self-serving to many. But those times when I feel like saying, you know, hey, Robert, it's time to move on, it's people like you all that keep me encouraged to keep doing my best. Caller, go right ahead. This is Expressions. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Honorable Hall. Good morning. Good morning, Honey Sarah. I know that voice. <laughs> Just want to send out some love to Auntie Sarah. That's what I call her. She's always been a very special person to me. She knows that I love her so very much. Auntie Sarah, I haven't forgotten that request you gave my husband to give me. I will honor that request soon, okay? Thank you, thank you, thank you, Leanne. <laughs> but I'm hoping that during your show, Honorable Hall, you'll get around to talking about her domino exploit. <laughs> well, so I'm listening. I'm listening forward to that, Auntie Sarah, because they like played no longer than you, last that night. You cheat and stuff, huh? I played no longer than last night. Okay, and I want one of the sixes that we you <laughs> Okay, would you Love play? You, you played with your daughter? <laughs> yeah, every, just about every night. Okay. Uh, <laughs> If you could play, you could come along, you could come. All right. Okay, Auntie Sarah, you have a good day. Okay, yes. I love you. Yes, I know that, and I love you. Thanks. Thank you much, Ms. Thomas. Yes. Thanks. The number to call is 1-900-2222-007. We'll soon be moving on, but Mm -hmm. if calls keep coming, uh, we'll certainly accommodate you. It is certainly not often that we have someone of the stature of Honorable Sarah Mizik in. And uh, as I said before, I'm absolutely delighted to have her. Someone texted to say, Scorpio lady, God bless you, Aunt Sarah. You have name like my aunt, and I had to give one of my daughters that name, Aunt Sarah, you're special. You may know who that is. Mm-hmm. Can't recall just like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, there is a person who is calling me. I would rather you call the direct number one nine hundred twenty two twenty two zero zero seven, or text me 
244-7332. Well, we seem to be getting um, those who wanted to call in, I suppose, have already done so. So we will soon be wrapping up this, this section of the show. I'm giving you just another minute if you want to get your text in or your calls, as the case might be. Others of you who may have just tuned in, I have as guest in the studio today the 93-year-old Honorable Sarah Mizick, the first female elected on the PDM ticket to our House of Assembly. Of course, back then they may not have called it that, but it doesn't really matter, the name change. And so it has been more than a pleasure to have her here, and I give God thanks for her service and that he has preserved her, keep her in good health, that she's able to come here all by herself. And I hope that her life would be an inspiration to many other young women, like Sharon said, she's an aspiring politician. Because I do believe that women bring a special flavor to our politics. Gone are the days when women were just stay home, take care of the kids, cook, wash, and clean. They have ascended almost every area of life throughout the world and here in the Turks and Caicos Islands. As you do know, we have even had a female premier. I suppose no one had mentioned to her that Honorable Sarah would be on because I believe she would certainly have called in to say hi. But anyway, Honorable Sarah... I'm just going to check my text one more time uh, before I finally thank you and bid you for farewell. And if there are any other calls, please do so and do so now. Well, uh, unfortunately, I can't play it, but I'm... Um, I am sure that my good friend and regular listener, Miss Styles, up there in New Jersey, she was sending a voice note to congratulate you and wish you well. Thank you, thank you. Uh, like I often say to my callers, when on the show I cannot hear your voicemail unless I have taken a break. We have a caller there, though. Caller, go right ahead. Hi, good morning, Honorable Good morning. I just... I just I want to say shout out to my mother, the Honorable Sarah I miss you. This is another one that we have to keep, Mommy. And I know there's another story to be told on your porch, and I just want to say how proud we are of you as a mother and grandmother, especially for the way here. And thank God for the life that you have lived and continue to live. When you feel stronger, stronger, stronger than ever before. So thank you, and we're going to have my mother on the video. 
Mommy. <laughs> well, uh, thank you very much. Before I bid you farewell, I'm going to take a break and I'm going to ask my technical operator to play that same song, God is Standing By, because I've gotten a very, very worrisome text. Uh, so I'm going to stop to see if I can call that person, because it's rather strange. And I'll just share it with you. I would not disclose the number, name, or anything like that. But it, it, it bothers me that the person texts to say, I'm afraid to call live. I would love to speak with you off air. I'm afraid for my life. That's awfully, awfully mm -hmm. strange. And so anyway, I'm going to take a break and see if I can speak with this um, person and whatever assistance uh, that I could render. I, in the meantime, do pray for her protection and safety. That is hoping that it's real.
Welcome back to Expressions. I'm your host, Robert Hall, on this Wednesday morning. I think we have another caller. Caller, go right ahead. Good morning, Mr. Hall. Good morning. I know that voice. <laughs> <laughs> well, history is being made today, huh? <laughs> I tell you, man. I tell you to have um, uh, first uh, and only um, female uh, former premier now online. That's great, man. Welcome, welcome. Thank you very much. And, of course, I have to call in to um, celebrate my aunt, no matter how many years ago it was. Um, I heard early, I was actually trying to get in for some time. Um, I heard you ask how did she feel about being elected into a male-dominated field, um, male-dominated party, period. I think she was definitely there very early, um, one of the, the first women there in the NGC serving. Um, good morning, Auntie Sarah. Good morning, good morning. And I, I would like to say that one thing we know about my Aunt Sarah all her life is she shied away from nothing. She could build a house better than a man. <laughs> so man and politics would not have scared her at all. And she, of course, um, loved politics, as you, you, can, you can hear from her even today. And she loved doing things for herself. So she was always an independent person always wanting persons to be independent themselves and always helping. So, Aunt Sarah, I celebrate you today because I could remember Mr. Hall, 1988, when my Aunt Sarah was sworn in. It was really a proud moment for our family. Um, I actually got a day off from school. That's the year I graduated, you know, and it's certainly a proud day for the PDM family and that she was the first woman elected. And today, because of the member um, voting, she remains the only PDM that represented the area of overback. And so I salute her today because to me she's just as strong as she was back then. Um, mentally, she she's there and I thank God for that because she is the member the longest living member of our family. Um, she is the last remaining of twelve children and we give God thanks for the strength that He's given her in the years that He has blessed her with and we are super proud of her and no one has to ask whether she influenced me getting in politics. In fact, you know, her sisters have always been political, um, but they are, my mom was the one who cooked my Aunt Mildred, did so many other things, including the PDM pageant, the little girls. But she was the one who dared to step out and run. And so we salute you. And, you know, I, I came after my cousin Cheryl, who was the first woman elected. And it's all because we're walking and, and her shoes and standing on her shoulders. So God bless you, Annie Sarah. Thank you, thank You're you. You're not nowhere to go now. We <laughs> love you. Not. We are proud of you. And thank you, Honorable Hall, for remembering her because I always do, wherever I am, I shout out my aunt. Love you, Annie Sarah. Love you, love you, love you. And uh, thank you very much, Honorable Robinson. I have made mention of your name earlier, and in the next segment where I salute the various women who have served in our House of Assembly, your name will certainly be featured. And again, I want to congratulate you not only on the service that you've given, uh, but also the very enlightening and informative articles that you're writing. I'm a fan of yours, and I read and sometimes make comments on them. And I thank you ever so much. Keep it up. We have yet another caller. Caller, go right ahead. Good morning. Good morning. 
turn your radio down or whatever is device in the back there that's echoing. Go right ahead. Okay, 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 okay. Let me go out here. Let me go out here. Okay, I'm just calling to wish to my house and Sarah. You know who this is to Marinette. Marinette. Miss, thanking her for, the, for what she has done for the islands and for us, and for just being one of our older family members. I thank God for her every Sunday when I stay in church. That's the important part to know that she is there sometimes when I'm not even there. And I thank God for her life. I pray his blessings upon her. And I thank God that she is told enough. Mine, a rightful mind. And knowing everything what she said, thank God for her. And on the whole, I, watch it. I listen to your show all the time. I don't know who I am. This is a fast. So she make history. I tell you, I, that's two voices I've heard uh, uh, for the first time. Yours and um, uh, no, I listen, I listen. But I don't call it. Yeah, <laughs> I see. All right, I hope you all have a blessed day. And I, Sarah, you know, okay, thank you. Yes, yes. Love you, love you. I know that. I know that. Uh, thank you thank very you. much. And there, I see a missed call from a gentleman. Unfortunately, I cannot take your calls uh, live on my cell phone. But you are certainly welcome to call back one nine hundred twenty two twenty two zero zero seven, or text me. All right, just another minute, uh, and we will end this segment of the show. So, if there's anyone else with a call or text, then do so. When I took the break uh, for that person who was saying that they were in, in fear for their life, mm-hmm. uh, the truth about it, that was no fake. That was a real, real voice. A real person whom I know but I certainly will not disclose and when I am through I will see whatever appropriate action can be taken uh, it only say to us life has changed in so many ways in these Turks and Caicos Islands where people have to be fearful of their lives fearful of the security and sometimes Even our police officers may take these things lightly, but we ought not. Caller, if you're there, go right ahead. Yes, Mr. Holton, how are you doing? I am fairly good. A little bit troubled, but I'm fairly good. Good morning and welcome. I just just called called in to give a shout-out to my good friend and uh, colleague, John Mosero. Yes. You know... She'll tell you right now, Sarah, you remember dancing? Ah, Sarah. <laughs> she's, here. Days, she's listening. The old days have, have, that, have that running joke between us. Whenever we meet or wherever we see each other. Sarah was, was, was a good uh, worker in the survey and, and, and land registry department while, while I was there. And after I, after I left, that department, and we have always been been good friends. And, and even though we are opposite sides of, of the political fence, we never, never one day had trouble uh, speaking to each other or talking to each other or anything that that, that we w- wanted to. And and I, I, I uh, when she won, I congratulated her, and I always uh, continue to to praise her, her work. When she was, was there in the, in the service for the country as, as on, in the political uh, realm, and she was a, a very good good soldier for, for the for the PDM, 
and she was a very good soldier in the in the uh, Baptist church. And everywhere she she was, whatever grouping that she found herself in, she's always at the forefront, putting her her shoulders to the wheel and doing whatever she needed to do. So I, I you know, on, on this day when they are doing the salute to you today, I too join in and saluting you, my good friend. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. All right. Well, well, we have come to the end of this segment of the show, and uh, I want to thank Honorable Sarah Mizik for spending the last hour or so with us. And I pray that God will continue to bless her. Honorable Sarah, your closing comments. Thank you, Honorable Hall. I surely enjoyed it and I appreciate everybody who called in and I thanking them for it and ask them to continue to pray for me. Thank you very much and God bless. I'm going to ask my DJ to just pull up some local music uh, as I escort my guests uh, out of the studio. The all-new 89.1 FM. Some call us paradise. Some say we're small and nice. We're thousands travel miles. Never knowing such a place exists. It's where summer never ends. You keep coming, playing the same game. It's my home in the Turks and Caicos Islands. It's my home in the Turks and Caicos Islands. It's my home in the Turks and Caicos Islands. Sandy beaches in the world's best diving site. The most friendliest people that you will want to meet. So bring yourself and somebody else. Come see what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's my home in the Turks and Caicos Islands. It's my home yeah, in the Turks and Caicos Islands. The people treat you so nice, you got to come back twice. Chain of lovely islands, islands in the sun. The fishing, snuggling, diving. It's number one It's my home In the Turks and Caicos Islands It's my home yeah. In the Turks and Caicos Islands It's my home 
has departed but the texts keep coming in and I've had time to listen to the voicemail uh, from Miss Stiles of the New Jersey and she just wanted to congratulate Miss Sarah Honorable Sarah and she and her brother uh, wish her nothing but the best and then she texts to say, awesome interview this morning with Auntie Sarah on her 93rd birthday. Thank you. And a thank you likewise, my dear. And this other person texts to say, good morning, Mr. Hall. I can't call in, but I give God thanks for what you're doing. Give an honor to whom it is due. I call her Miss Trump. I love and appreciate her. And another says, hi, good morning. Thanks so very much for having Honorable Sarah Mizik as your guest. I'm one of her admirers. I listen to you and I'm grateful for your consistency in doing expressions. Please don't stop. Blessings to you and Miss Sarah always. 
thanks again uh, for the kind comments that you have made and uh, thanks on behalf of Honorable Sarah who has already left uh, the, the studio. Indeed, I'm grateful for the many voices uh, that shared in um, congratulating Honorable Sarah Mizek. I certainly do appreciate her contribution. And like I said, in the next segment, uh, this one coming up, I will now read the names of and again, I do these things strictly from my memory. I didn't go to any book or House of Assembly record. So if perchance I left out someone, please forgive me for that. It's definitely not deliberate. But I want to think that I've included everybody. I'm not sure. When you were sleeping, I was up three, four o'clock writing these names down. That is the hour most of the times when I plan my program for the day. Of course, after one show, I begin to gather thoughts, I'll go on Facebook, hear what's happening locally, and decide what I am going to deal with. I am a bit distracted quite frankly, and my mood has changed significantly after having that very, very disturbing conversation with that caller who didn't want to go on air. And I will do my best to see where I can help. God places all of us in positions to be of help to one another. You may say, well, hey, you're just someone insignificant, but you may be, you, you might be surprised to know what blessings you can share with someone else. I try my best. God has been good to me. I have not always been as good to myself as I ought to have been, but I am thankful and uh, therefore, I tend to share my blessings with others, sometimes not just monetary, but a word of counsel, a word of encouragement. Sometimes you all don't really understand uh, what hosting expressions mean. Mind you, now I have caused it on myself because I could have just gone, stick to one or two topics, and that's it but I try to broaden the scope, and like I said years ago, to make this my mission, not just a call show, but a mission. And I recall years ago, a lady screaming in the phone, talking about committing suicide, not this one just a while ago, but um, I thank God I was able to talk to her, encourage her, till some assistance could have reached her, and eventually she was talked out of that, and she's doing fairly well today. And I pray and trust 
in a similar light that person who is extremely concerned I mean crying and I could sense the nervousness even in her voice as she spoke and I pray God for his protection but then we must do whatever we can and I will speak with the relevant authorities because I do not take things lightly. You see, like I said, or in reading the little note I wrote about the late Lester Williams Jr. Because you see, today you're here, today you're gone. So we cannot take things lightly. I hope to go the full two hours of the show. But if I end up curtailing it a little bit, I do hope under the circumstances you will understand. It's not that I'm hurry to get out here. It's not about any cruise ship in the harbor. That doesn't matter to me. I hardly taxi these days anyway. That's another matter. Um, but there is that burden on my heart for that individual. But let me stick to the task at hand as best I can. There is a saying, the hand that rocked the cradle ruled the world. Now I know the meaning is that that mother who nourishes her child, spends lots of time with and encourages them, produces the leaders of the world. So in that context, the hands that rocked the cradle rules the world. But today it has gone beyond that, in that many of those hands that rocked the cradle rule the world in person. And if we went internationally, you will recall persons like Indira Gandhi of India, persons like Golda Meir of Israel, persons like Margaret Thatcher of the United Kingdom, persons like Eugenia Charles, of Dominica and today persons like Mia Motley in Barbados and the list goes on but we have had our share of women who rock the cradle here in Turks and Caicos and our share of women who ran the government, their ministries, their departments, and various walks of life. And so I honor all of them by simply recognizing their contributions. And I've referred to persons like Honorable Madeleine Potter, who was the first female appointed to 
the State Council slash House of Assembly, appointed by the PNP. And as you know, beyond that, she made various contributions to Turks and Caicos, even with the establishment of Turks and Caicos Bank. We had Honorable Dimple Musgrove from Q, another PNP-appointed member. I believe she has the record of the fewest speech in the House of Assembly. In her time there, and I don't want to give the number as if I'm belittling her, but certainly long, long periods would have elapsed and she did not speak, but she was forever present. We have Honorable, the late Honorable Dr. Rosita Butterfield. She was the first female elected to the House of Assembly, elected on the PNP ticket. And I've always lauded her for her contributions as a nurse midwife, as a businesswoman and partner to Honorable Art Butterfield. And I recall when things were very, very difficult, she and her husband built that clinic in Sander Point and donated to the government. I am grateful to her even in death because at the time when I was made Minister of Health and Education, if she wanted to, I'm sure she could have jockeyed herself into that position over me. But she did not object to me being appointed or made Minister. I'm indeed grateful. And her life speaks for itself. In fact, just a few nights ago, I was explaining some aspects of protocol to some of the gentlemen under the tree, I believe it was by bubblegum, and I spoke of having to go to Nassau to receive her body and the tremendous send-off the Bahamian government gave her. with then Commissioner of Police Glenn Slade leading his men, carrying the body to deliver to me where I received it by the plane at the airport in Nassau. And how sadly I recall the death of a young police officer who was an outrider escorting the body, but lost control, ran into a light pole, and got killed. I returned to Nassau and spoke at his funeral, thanking the Bahamian people and thanking his family for his service. In the midst of it all, 
while there were happy moments. There were definitely those sad times that I can never forget. And that is indeed one of them. Then there was Helena J. Robinson, after whom the high school here in Grand Turk is named. An esteemed, outstanding educator and served as a nominated member in the House of Assembly. There is the Honorable Arabella Smith, first female Minister of Government. ever in the Turks and Caicos. Of course, minister in the PNP government. There was Honorable Emily Saunders, first female speaker of the House, now the PNP. Honorable Sarah Mizek, who left a few minutes ago, first female elected on the PDM's ticket. It was the Honorable Cheryl Aswatal, former minister in the PN PDM government. Honorable Rita Gardner, a PNP appointed member. Honorable Lillian Boyce, a former minister in government on the PNP. Honorable Portia Smith-Stubbs, former minister in the PNP government. Honorable Amanda Mizik, former minister of the PNP government. Honorable Lillian Mizik, governor's appointed member. Honorable Randley Brathwaite Knowles, though not elected, she has for some time been serving as our Honorable Attorney General. Honorable Charlene Cartwright Robinson. She shattered the glass ceiling. The first female leader of a political party in the Turks and Caicos. The first female premier in the Turks and Caicos Islands. When will we have another? Only time will tell. Honorable Akira Mizik, former minister in the PNP. And today we have Honorable Josephine Connolly, our Minister of Tourism. We have Honorable Rachel Taylor, our Minister of Education. We have Honorable Williams, the government's appointed member. Now let me scratch my bald head to see if I left anyone out. <laughs> I 
don't think so. But like I said, if perchance I did, it is not deliberate. And I would be happy if anyone wishes to call in. Indeed, it is a great deal of sacrifice. Some of you look at the perks that politicians receive. But you don't know the pain, the agony, the sacrifices that they make. There may have been some changes. Yes, indeed, there have been since my time in politics. Salaries, working conditions, and everything else have changed. Yes. But way back then, sacrifices were made. And I often remind our youngsters of the earlier leaders like my father, Manuel Hall, Theodore Higgs in Middle Caicos, Paul Higgs in, Kong, uh, in North Caicos, <coughs> Gus Lightburn, Providenciales, Lou Mills in South Caicos, and others. With no air flights at the time, air, no uh, flights to Grand Turk, Many had to take boats and depend on where the wind was blowing from. Some time took them a week to get here. But yet they made it. And they were here to represent their islands, their communities, and represent they did. Some of you would look back at it and say, oh, that was trivial. Not trivial at all. Not at all. For example, and you see, I always believe that history has a way of unearthing the leaders that are relevant to the day. Be they man or woman. I recall growing up in Middle Caicos Virtually all of the houses, except maybe two, were thatched or had thatch roofs. The same thing for North and to a great extent Providential, as though I wasn't too familiar with Provo at the time. And when Hurricane Donna came somewhere 60, 62, I don't remember the exact year, I believe it was 60. A number of houses were destroyed. Assistance was given. Lots of materials sent in by boats from Jamaica. I think that time we were affiliated with Jamaica. But no provision was made for the roofs. I think everybody was given something like 40 bags of cement to rebuild their houses. But nothing for roofs. And when the elected leaders gathered with the administrator and those talking about the rebuilding exercise, the administrator says, well, for your roofs, go back to the bushes and cut the palm trees. You know, we call it buffler top. You have buffler top, big top, silver top. I can't get into their biological names. 
And with that, you thatch the roofs. But one of the representatives, I believe it was my dad, I'm not sure, and I don't want to ascribe something to him that, you know, he didn't deserve, but I believe it was he who said, the hurricanes destroyed all of the thatch palms and will take about five years before they grow back to the extent where they could be used to thatch the roofs. And through that simple explanation, they provided zinc. And that's how most of the houses in the Caicos Islands got zinc roofs. You can write that down. That is a fact. Leaders are relevant to the time. Jiggs McCartney came on the scene. I'm going to get a little rap on my knuckle when I leave. Because how could I have left out my good friend, Honorable Ruth Blackman? Oh my, forgive me, Ruth. She knows that I love her, respect her. I always laud her as, and notice I say Lord, L-A-U-D, not L-O-R-D, as one of the longest serving clerks in the Commonwealth. I believe must be only George, the late George Branker served longer than she. And what an outstanding clerk she was. And I recall from when she started, and then after serving that and retired, she entered the political realm and was representative for South Caicos. Yes, and she did a tremendous job. And although not active, so to speak, in the political arena, she is almost forever present at House of Assembly meetings. And I know, too, that she is a regular listener to expressions when she can. So often when she's in South Caicos, she could hardly hear. Yes, I had that itching like I may have left out somebody, but wasn't sure. So again, forgive me, Honorable Ruth Blackman. I'm sure you would do so. You know there can never be any malice. <laughs> right. And so, like I was saying, then, of course, you had Jags and those who came on the scene, Norman Saunders and a group of us. And each set of leaders and elected representatives, they were relevant to their times. I will not take the time to list the achievements of the various leaders and representatives, and I will not even list my own contributions. But thank God, there are a number of landmarks that are testament to my involvement. Whether some remember or recognize it or not. I came on a scene at a challenging time and I did the best with what I had.
and there are others who are serving now. And all many focus on, oh, the trips they take, the big salaries they make. And I'm not making an excuse for them. But there are times, despite what the Integrity Commission might say, they don't turn on nobody's lights when it cut off. They don't save nobody's house from the bank taking it. They're not involved when an individual is sick and needs medical attention. Mind you, I am not damning the Integrity Commission. They have their responsibilities, and I respect that. But I'm only saying that although they talk about or try to make it so strict that politicians could hardly render assistance, they have to. Because when somebody knocks on your doors, my children are hungry, what do you do? Send them away? Absolutely not. When a man is dribbling and crying because he is so embarrassed, his wife and children are in the dark because Florida has cut off the electricity, what do you do? Didn't God himself say that we should be our brother's keepers? He didn't say, if you are elected, then you shouldn't be. In my view, of whom much is given, much is expected. Back talk me now, some preachers. Back talk me, even Integrity Commission. And so while I do not encourage people going cap in hand, to leaders asking for money. And I do believe that most of our people are too proud to do that. What they want is opportunities to better themselves. Like the saying goes, you give a man a fish, you feed him for a day. You teach him to fish, well then you feed him for life. And that is what the major function of elected leaders are. And so when many of you talk about, oh, they're only there to look after themselves, I will tell you again and again, that's absolute nonsense. I knew when Louis Aswood would take television out of his house that his children were watching and give it to other people. I want to talk to about myself. Some of you say I ain't got nothing. <laughs> Surprise you, I got plenty. But you know what I have? I feel happy when I see the lives that I've touched that have been able to make a difference. That is the point. So like I often use that proverb that Jonathan like, God will not seek thy race, nor will he seek thy birth. Alone he will demand of thee what hast thou done on earth. 
when my time comes to answer that question, I can say, dear Lord, I did help the sick. I did help the hungry. I did visit those in prison. And even now, I will help those as many as I can who are fearful for their lives, who are suffering. I don't tell you not to build up your big mansion. I don't tell you to keep your hundreds of thousands in the bank, but just remember, you're going to leave that alone. You can't take that with you. Even if they put it in the grave with you, the money or jewelry or whatever, and these days people digging up graves, still it will not be of any use to you. Remember the parable of Lazarus and the rich man? I go no further in that one. I'm going to take just another break. And uh, what I will do now, although ever so often, when I provide the opportunity, many of you don't call in. But I'm going to give you this opportunity. You notice I'm being very democratic. All right. So I'm going to ask my DJ to pull up, uh, or my technical operator, pull up a nice island music. And then for the next few minutes, it will be open line. Call in whatever you wish. I must apologize for the fact that my guest who should have been here in the second half, they called in yesterday to cancel and hope that they will come back some other time. You may know that I should have had some members from the Department of Behavioral Health Services, formerly Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse. But government psychologist, Dr. Malcolm, she is abroad on official business, and some members of her team fell ill and so that segment was canceled. But of course, as you know, the show goes on. Whatever happens, Robert Hall will always have material for a show and for another show. But like I said, I'm going to just have a little interlude of music, and then the phone lines will be open. Whatever subject you want to talk about, bring it on. And of course, you can text me, 244-7332. Good morning this morning. Raise one up in the sky. If you know your party life, push it back and wind on low. Walk your body to one go.
waters, whites and beaches, so nice. People friendly chicken so crack up on my mind. Betting on the islands all the time. Now our phone lines are open. Uh, feel free to call 1-900-2222-007 or you may text me 244-7332. Good morning to Teacher B. How are you doing? Good morning to Mr. Gary Knowles. Unfortunately, uh, your voicemail isn't clear enough for me to understand what you're saying. Uh, you can still text me, however, at the same number. But let's hope that all is well uh, with both of you. Uh, this is your opportunity now. Whatever you have on your chest, it's your time to get it off. Uh, let's see who will be the first caller this segment of the show. 1-900-2222-007. Or 
Text me at 244-7332. I await your call. Let's see. Well, while waiting on that, I have a public announcement here from the House of Assembly. It's a death announcement. Uh, the death is announced of the late Mr. James Edward Fulfoot, the last serving member of the ex-servicemen legion who served in the Turks and Caicos Islands Home Guard and in the army during World War II, 1943-1945. His death occurred on Saturday, 27th, May 23, at his residence on Duncombe Alley, a Grand Turk. Funeral service announcement. The official funeral service will be held at the St. Thomas Church, Husband Road, Grand Turk, on Friday, 30th, June, 2023. His body will lie in state at St. Mary's Pro Cathedral, Front Street, Grand Turk, from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m., Thursday, 29th, June 23. The family will view the body between the hours of, hours of 11 p.m. and 1 p.m. 11 a.m., sorry, and 1 p.m. Former members of the House of Assembly and public officers from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. His Honourable Speaker, members of the Cabinet, and the Honourable Members of the House of Assembly will view the body from 4 to 5 p.m., and the general public from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. The body will leave St. Mary's Pro Cathedral and will proceed to St. Thomas Church on Friday. Please take note of that announcement. The number to call, 1-900-22-22-7332. Now, from the other day, I want to, to touch on Operation Pursuit. And I commend the team, combined team, police, customs, immigration, you name it, for the work that they are doing. Stopping and searching vehicles and premises and they are finding that a number of persons are engaged in criminal activities. And I hope that this would continue almost nonstop, because things have certainly gotten out of hand. There is too much illegal firearms in this country. In my last show, I read that article from the Bahamas about where they found 10 AK-47s in a house. Who knows how many of them are here in Turks and Caicos Islands. And we have to ruthlessly search 
until we find them and bring the culprits to justice. Others of you may have more detailed information that you would want to share. Of course, this is your opportunity. We have the make the criminals themselves stand dread and show them that we as a society will not tolerate that. And I'm going to encourage the public to aid the team in carrying out their duties. You see something, say something. And that nonsense about not snitching or somebody going to... If they're after you, they can get you any dog and how, you might as well talk. And for that matter, they don't have to be after you because what is happening now is that you may just be in the wrong place at the wrong time. You don't even have to be engaged in, 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 in criminal activities yourself. And therefore, it's incumbent upon you to cooperate as much as possible with the law enforcement agencies. And there are those numbers that you could call with no fear of ever being detected as to who you are. The number to call is one 900 I am giving you that opportunity to call in. It's good if you would make use of it. Now, while waiting on you, I have a few comments. And in this case, who the cap fit, let them wear it. We have a number of lawyers in the Turks and Caicos Islands. Every now and again, I hear allegations of wrongdoing on the part of certain lawyers. Some of them getting in accidents with private citizens agreeing to settle out of court, but then backtracking and ignoring those individuals simply because you are a lawyer and feel that individuals would not take you to court. You damn well nervous Robert Hall, I will take you there. Because again, for you whom much is given, much more is expected. And you're expected to set a higher standard. There are those who have been accused of impropriety in handling their clients' accounts. A couple of you will soon be reported to the Bar Association for disciplinary action if you do not straighten up and fly right. Every now and again, I see where lawyers are barred, disbarred in the Bahamas, in Barbados, in Jamaica, and elsewhere. Turks and Caicos, lawyers, those of you who are guilty of such infractions, please do better. Those clients need their money, whether through some insurance settlement or through land sales. 
never was intended for you. Some of you are already charging exorbitant rates for handling such transaction. I say no more at this stage. Who the cap fit, let them wear it. Life is so uncertain. Today you're here, today you're gone. I encourage all those with certain assets, <coughs> be it investments in land, houses, real property, or even bank accounts, sort out your wills. Leave a will. Because there can be lots of confusion after you have departed. And just for example, because you see there can be lots of mix-up, mix-up. There are cases where a man was married, for instance, acquired wealth and property, he and his wife. And the same thing could happen the other way around. But his wife predeceased him. So he inherited everything that they had, whether she held it separately or jointly. They have several children together. However, he remarries. Sometime after that, he dies without a will. You see where I'm going? What do you think happens? Who you think will be the heir to that estate? his wife. And if that wife is evil, she may end up with all that the man had labored for and leave the children on the outside. That can cause huge legal battles. But worse than that, like a very tragic case in Jamaica sometime, it could have been last year, which resulted in death. Because children, and I don't encourage that, do not want to see what ought to have been the inheritance taken away by someone who had contributed very little to it. And like I say, it can go either way. Have a will. Try to sort out whatever you can. And I say a word, as indeed my own family, while there is no dispute, but we have large tracts of land yet to be sorted out. Caller, if you're there, go right ahead. Please call back then. The number to call is one nine hundred twenty two twenty two. I gave you uh, some time.
to call in whatever you tend to wait to the last minutes just remember now we just have three minutes to go so if you're going to call in please do so now the number to call is 1-900-22-22-007 the same thing i would say about land particularly in places like middle north caicos providencialis where there are some families with large tracts of land that have not been sorted out. It is so important. And I'm not telling you go and sell off, sell off, but I'm talking about take out the necessary administration. Let each family get whatever they have to get because the longer you take, the more the numbers multiply, more and more confusion. Let me go to these texts quickly before we are out of time. And this person says, Honorable Hall, what if immigration would constantly visit these construction sites and hotels and villas for illegal workers? It may put a dent into the criminal activity that is going on. We don't know who are amongst us. We also need to get our technology updated so that immigration can check the electronic system while in the field so they can apprehend on the spot instead of giving them the opportunity to produce their information at a later time. Okay, thanks very much. Mind you now, in many of these cases, that's the function of the labor department in terms of visiting. Yes, they may be accompanied by immigration officers, but labor department, that's part of their job also. Thank you ever so much for that uh, contribution. Uh, let's see if there are others. And this person... text me to say, morning, Mr. Hall, this may not be the topic for the day. Why not all, all 60 and over given letters to end working with TCIG? Rules must be for all in my book. I hear what you say, and in some ways, I may want to agree with you However, there are circumstances which may cause a different response. Uh, for instance, we do not have enough local teachers in particular and teachers in given areas. And uh, while the age of 60 may be the retirement age or is the retirement age, if there is a need for that person's service and that person is healthy and able to contribute, the question is then, why not? And the same thing may be in some other areas. Now, what I would not agree with is if you're doing it on a, a basis of family and friendship. That's a different matter. I cannot agree with that one at all. Ladies and gentlemen, we are right out of time. I want to thank all of you who participated by calling in and others of you by texting. May God bless you. Enjoy your lunch and join me again on Friday, God Spares Life, when we hope to have yet another very informative expressions.
Expressions.